What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Cowboys Culture Podcast. Um, we are here, and we are NFC East champs, baby. We took care of business uh, in uh, D.C. Um, the Eagles are terrible and lost again. And we are the champs of the NFC East, and we are now the two seed. Uh, so, yeah, let's uh, let's hear from our sponsor really quick. We've got a lot of cool stuff to talk about today. And then we'll hear some news, and we'll get into some juicy uh, NFC East champion content. Yeah. Steven. So, once again, it's 360 Roofing and Restoration. That is your go-to for all your uh, roofing needs in the DFW Metroplex. And uh, from what I understand, all over Texas when it comes to commercials. So, uh, don't be scared. Um, but, yeah, E. We just won the NFC East. We did. Yeah, so we, we are the NFC East champions. Uh, there's just one more thing. I was going to let Jacob do it, but I'm going to do it anyways. Uh, <laughs> Stephon Gilmore looks like he's fine. Uh, he said he's going to be good for Green Bay next week on Sunday. And Stephen Jones also said he should be okay. Um, and all of our starters, including St- um, Tyler Smith and Zach Martin, should be okay for playoff time. Um, so we're, we're, we're looking kind of healthy. You know, we're looking – you know, fully healthy compared to like, you know, barring any big injuries that we had at the beginning of the season or midway through the season or whatever. Uh, so we're, we're looking mean. We're looking good. Um, Did you it know? make you nervous? <clears throat> it make you nervous when they were like, oh, Zach Martin wakes up with the flu. And <laughs> one of them said, uh, or it was Aaron Andrews said, and the flu has just been running rapid through this organization this week. I'm like, Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but but it seems like this is the tail end of it because there was people sick like two yeah. weeks ago. Well, like Micah, Micah started process. it. Yeah, yeah. Micah, Micah started got sick, it. And then, yeah, I think this is the tail end of it because we had some – who was it, Gilly and, and Cooks got sick. Yeah. And then Jordan Lewis, Hooker I think, got, got sick. sick. Hooker, Hooker got, got sick. sick. Yeah. Like a secondary yeah. sickness going on. So The question is, though, so we're, we're pretty much most, mostly healthy in terms of guys that, you know, outside of the guys we lost for the year. Question is, do we practice Tyron this week? No, absolutely not. <laughs> because nope, no, nope. he is status as quo a matter it. of fact. As long as Tyron Smith still plays for the Cowboys, I don't think he should ever practice again. No. So it's a playoff game, and you don't practice. Absolutely. Walk through, <laughs> walk through, and that's it. Do you think that guy needs to practice blocking? No, no. I mean he's let up one sack. I think he's better season. when he doesn't practice. Actually, well, he definitely is standing when he doesn't practice, so, which is good because yeah. he has he has been hurt. His entire life. Yeah. So listen, I wanted to kind of skim through our first little mini segment that we had here because uh, you know we we did play a game yesterday. Um, it was against the Commanders. Um, we should have pulled our starters a lot sooner. Yeah. Uh, we blew them out. Uh, Dak had another performance um, with four touchdowns. CD Lamb is the best. Receiver. Thirty-one for thirty-six, two hundred seventy-nine yards. Four touchdowns. He did have a tip-up interception. So, you know. Which I blame Gallup for because Gallup should have added that well, down. Here, here's the deal. Dak sucks. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so Dak had another insane performance. CeeDee Lamb's the best receiver in the NFL. Um, Pollard actually took shape uh, yesterday. Yeah, Pollard was looking. That was, um, his, that was probably his best We game. actually, yeah. for, for somehow we gained O-line depth yesterday. Uh, with DJ Bass and Brock Hoffman, those dudes Dude. were those dudes were awesome. They were playing lights out, even though it's against. Uh, we had two. We had two flags for twenty yards yesterday. Yeah, those those are the commander starters. So I mean, you know, they they were playing good in the absence of Tyler Smith and Zach Martin. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence is uh, proving that he was definitely for sure snubbed in uh, the Pro Bowl selection. He's still playing out of his mind. Jordan Lewis is playing out of his mind. So yeah, I mean, I, I for me, I'm I'm ready. You know to who's just, really good. Uh, is Micah Parsons. 
Micah Parsons had another he, sack, 14 sack. He's incredibly career. good at football. He's what was really it? good. Uh, Donovan Wilson has two consecutive interceptions. D-dub, baby. Uh, yeah. Deron Bland now leads the league in interceptions and leads the NFL history in pick sixes. Mm. Um, and, season. yes, uh, in a single season, but he also is leading the NFL in hey. uh, uh, interceptions. Tolbert year. yesterday. Tolbert. Tolbert. Tolbert, yeah. Tolbert comes up big again. He looks like he's our third receiver now. He was um, having a game. What did Gallup do on that play to him? He had he, he had one attempt to him, and he just looked oh, like yeah. he just didn't was, care. Yeah. I mean, everything was going right. <laughs> Fergie, Fergie looked like he picked it up again. Yeah, he's back. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. And Cooper uh, wasn't Rush, there a stat four with 30 where, yards. What was the stat you were talking about earlier where it was saying, like, who who's your air leader for the week or whatever, and Dak wasn't included? Oh, yeah, it was Goff. Air and ground. It was Goff, Love, and uh, Josh Allen. And you think about this. If you take out that tipped – um, interception that Dak had. Hashtag Dak sucks. Yeah, which with how he was throwing yesterday, most likely would have been incompletion. You take out that incompletion right there, Dak literally would have had as many – he would have had the same amount of incompletions as he did touchdowns, <laughs> and he still doesn't get included yeah. in something like a- that. Anyway, anyway uh, yeah, so we took care of business on a game that we should have taken care of business. We got our get back from last year where we got spoiled in the, the last game of the season, um, and we clinched the two seed and are the NFC East champions. Um, there's nothing really to break down. The commanders were really had nothing to play for. They're going to fire. They're going to cut and fire everybody on the team. Um, Except for Scary Terry. Congratulations, Scary Terry. He's the first ever thousand yard receiver for are you serious? the Wa- Washington football team commanders. Uh, oh, that's form- terrible. Formerly known as something yeah, racist. Yeah, yeah, no, they're terrible. Um, um, so, yeah, congratulations to him, I guess. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> Huge accomplishment. But anyway. Um, <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's sad. <laughs> yeah, that's very sad. Um, you know, th- this team was nothing. We blew them out before we blew them out again. Um, uh, you know, like Dak said, we got our eyes on something bigger. So uh, let- let's move on. Hey, uh, put the hat on. Unless you guys just had anything to say specifically about, <clears throat> you know, our, all of our players pretty much played out of their mind. Brandon Aubrey bounced back from two missed, one blocked, one missed field goal with a 50-yarder. So uh, Stephen Jones said it best. He said, "Glad you got that little jinx out of the way and good to go for the playoffs with a 50-yarder, which is crazy. He did it like nothing." Um, so yeah, let, let's let's talk playoff picture, shall we? Yeah. Um, you know, we get the NFC. I'm not really concerned with the AFC because we don't care about that. You're this is Cowboys culture podcast. We worry about the Cowboys and the NFC. So um, the playoff picture for us is we are playing the Packers at home. We get two games at home. If we win the first one, we play again at home. Uh, we play the Green Bay Packers. The uh, Peagles play um, the Bucks in Tampa, which they're going to first run exit there. Um, and the interesting game is the Rams, and Matthew Stafford plays his old team, and Goff plays his old team uh, in Detroit versus Detroit. Um, and then you've got the first run by for um, the 49ers. So um, let's. I kind of want to just talk about what you guys are predicting for Wild Card Weekend. So, Stephen, you know, when you look at, we can you can talk about Cowboys first, Cowboys last, but there there are some good games. You know, mm-hmm. you've got some pretty evenly matched teams going up against each other in Tampa. You've got some um, pretty evenly matched teams going up in Detroit, and then one severely outmatched team going on in AT&T Stadium. Um, so just tell me what your thoughts are. How, do, how does Wild Card Weekend shake out and why? Yeah, I mean, I really think, I, I mean, 
I don't want it to be a bore fest, but I, I really think, and it's my opinion, that um, everybody who's supposed to win is probably going to win. Um, I, I am intrigued by, um, by uh, L.A. and Detroit. Me too. I, I, am, I am intrigued by that because uh, obviously the storyline and all that's there with the you know, Stafford going um, and, then, and, then, you know, and also golf playing the Rams. So, um, the, you know, the whole quarterback switcheroo they did a couple of years ago, which resulted in Stafford uh, winning a Super Bowl. Um, you know, Detroit's supposed to win this game. Um, they're at home. They're the better team. Um, but I just I, – I've been saying this a lot off the pod. It's just, man, something about those veteran Super Bowl-winning quarterbacks in January, they will drag a team. You know, I, you know, I compare it to – to LeBron's second uh, uh, stint in Cleveland, uh, just how he just drug them to a championship and drug them to another finals. You know, I mean, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, uh, as veteran as Matthew Stafford, like they they have a switch that they can turn on this time of yeah. year. Uh, so that is very intriguing. I do think Detroit wins it. Just they're just so much better. Um, but L.A., man, uh, Matthew's got some weapons, and Puka is a weapon, man. He's, I, he's, uh, he's good. I think on, uh, that, on that note, the only thing that to me is, is concerning for the Lions is their defense. Their mm-hmm. defense, I, I feel like it's going to be a shootout. And the, and the difference is is that Aaron Donald plays on 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 the Rams. Yeah, that's that's fine. To, you know, again, which uh, I don't know uh, if he's hurt or not, or if he's playing. He's either way, that's uh, that's that's again a, a, that's a that's a veteran winning Super Bowl player. That um, again, he he's someone else who can who can flip on three sacks in a game all of a sudden. It's yeah. like where did that come from? And yeah, it's, no, and it's just because he great. he has an understanding of what he's playing for. More so than you know, say a Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. Aiden Hutchinson's like, oh, yeah, it's the NFL playoffs. This, I've been dreaming of this. This is great. I'm I'm here. I made it. As to where a, a veteran, a veteran player. Why, that's why I think that this is just a recipe for the Lions to be a first round exit. Yeah, and because that, because that when would I shake it all up. Yeah, I, because what I think, what I feel is like they're so like, oh my gosh, we're. We're in the playoffs. We're the Lions. We're in the playoffs, and all the fans are like excited about it. That just breeds like, mm, okay, first mm-hmm. round exit. Like this, you're done. No, you know? I'll give. You I'll made give, it. You yeah. made it. I'll give golf his credit. He has played in a Super Bowl. Uh, you know, with with the team he's going to be playing against. But uh, and you know, he is a veteran. He does know how to win. Obviously, you know, Jared Goff's a winner. You know, he's a uh, he's he's had a resurrection of a career uh, over the past few years in Detroit and. Uh, I like them a lot in this game. I, 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 you know, I'm quietly pulling for LA for various reasons, but um, I think uh, I think Detroit gets through. Um, I agree with you that it could be it could be Stafford and Golf throwing all over the place yeah. because the defenses aren't that great. Aren't that great, yeah. But, and they uh, both have pretty solid weapons. Oh, for sure, yeah. So and, and uh, but but there there's that obviously, and then I'll just cut to the chase. Um, I do, you know, I, I think we kind of handle Green Bay. Uh, God bless them. Uh, they kind of limped into the playoffs. Um, but they are on a winning streak, and they're they're not going to be an easy out. I, I just think we're, we're just a lot better than them. Yeah. Um, and obviously, when it, you know, we go back to the quarterback situation, 
Ours is a veteran. He knows what he's playing for now. Dak Prescott's beyond playing for money. He's beyond playing for playoff wins at this point. He's beyond his legacy, you know, trying to build the legacy and everything. Dak Prescott wakes up every morning with one thing on his mind, and that's the last game. Yeah, so right. um, I, I do think we get by them pretty easily. Um, again, intrigued by um, Tampa Bay and Philadelphia because uh, – it, wouldn't that just be icing on the cake if uh, Tampa Bay can take care of business there? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, Jacob, what what do you think? Um, what are your thoughts on the 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 wild card weekend, and what do you think is going to shake out? Yeah, I mean, I think when it comes to the the two games besides ours, so obviously Rams and Lions and uh, Tampa Bay and Eagles, I think you know first off. It's interesting. The fourth and fifth seed matchup has, I think, both the two worst teams in the in the NFC side. Yeah. Um, so, you know that because of that, because they're both bad, I think that could be. I think that could really go either way. Personally, I do tend to side with. It's hard to say because if you would have asked me before this week, I would have said Tampa Bay for sure. But Tampa Bay just looked horrible versus the Panthers last week, who didn't even have anything to play for. So I don't know, but and Tampa the, Bay had everything. But, to play but the for. Eagles looked. If when you watch the Tampa Bay game, you think, man, it's it's almost impossible to find a way to play worse than that. But the Eagles found a way to somehow play worse. And then, I mean, they got you talk about AJ Brown might be down in that game, which he is like he is their. I mean, Jalen Hurts owes half of his contract to AJ Brown. So like, I mean, if they don't have him, I don't think they can beat anybody in the league. So I I'm gonna ten, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Uh, especially because it's at home in Tampa Bay, I'm going to go with Tampa on that one. Um, I think Baker's going to like it. Yeah, I, I think Baker's going to give <laughs> well, it all he's and, got. And to your point about the the Panthers game, I, like look when look back when Tom Brady played them at the end of the <clears> season last year, they they just played good against Tampa. I mean, I know that they came That's back true. and That's Tampa have won, but they they were beating them down, you know, mm-hmm. bad. So it's a common opponent, division opponent. You know, I think that that's that's where that's where you you're trying to you're you trying to play spoiler for the division winner yeah, yeah. Well, so. when it comes to this playoff game too like you know i don't know how many times baker's ever been in the playoffs but like you, just one one it, time right there's cleveland the, yeah it seems like there's a lot more excitement and just like wow you know we're here like you know we're gonna give this our best shot whereas the eagles it it looks like the aftermath of like a freaking just I mean, it's terrible. They're, yeah, it's a, it's, it's legitimately like a train wreck. It, yeah, after method like a Suriani, train wreck or over there. Start Mariota. Like, yeah. like public it, service announcement. The way that they, the vibe they give off, seems like a team that you know just missed the playoffs or something. How 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 bad that they they uh, their overall morale looks. So, so I think that you know you're, overall you're picking Tampa. So now, Tampa. now go to Detroit. So how are you feeling about that game with Detroit and the the Rams? Such a fun matchup. Such a fun. I matchup. agree with Stephen in a sense that I think that Detroit is definitely the better team. Um, they have a, a overall better roster. I think <clears throat> you know Matthew Staff with that combination of Matthew Stafford, those receiving weapons that he's got, as well as um, the coach. We got you know Sean McVay. I, I feel like they're going to be able to put up points, especially with with uh, Detroit's defense. Mm-hmm. However, I do think Detroit being at home, number one, number two, the better roster overall. You get, you know, they don't have a great defense overall, but they got guys like Aiden Hutchinson on the line against that kind of not really that great 
offensive line for the Rams. Um, I, I think overall the – I think the Lions should win this one, but I do think there is a possibility. I think maybe there's like a 35% chance the Rams could pull it off. But personally, I do think the Lions will just because they're uh, overall better roster. So I think it'll be basically summing it up. I think it'll be Bucks, Lions, and then I think when it comes to our game, I mean, coming off this performance that we just had uh, against the Commanders, I know they're not the greatest team, um, but, man, Dak was incredible. The team seemed like like everything was, was working right at the right time at the end of the season. I don't see any way in which the, the Packers could beat us. I mean, I think we're better than them at pretty much every posi- – I don't know of a position that you can say the Packers are better than us at anything. I mean, go from kicker all the way down the line. I don't think there is anything really you can say. Um, I, I might be missing something, but I, I just – I don't know. Maybe running back two. I mean, maybe. Yeah, maybe they're running back duo. I, I don't know. But outside of that, yeah. I mean – yeah, I I think Dak. Right. It seems like Dak and CD are on a mission right now. Micah, everybody. I mean, D Law. Like I would take, I would put CD Lamb out there with Dak by himself over having the entire receiving core for the Green Bay Packers. Would yeah. you take Zeke at center? No. Well, and I just I just don't think in order to stop our based off of what I saw yesterday, I think especially at home. If we were away, you know, you got a shot. Somebody. Maybe not Green Bay, but a team like the Lions and, and uh, you know, I don't know. The Lions might have a shot because they have a good roster. But I do not think the Green Bay Packers have what it takes. Even if we come out and have, like, look at what happened versus the Commanders. We started the game with a blocked field goal and an and interception. And we still come back and blow them out. I just I, – I feel like – I think the Green Bay Packers are better than the Commanders, but I I, st- I think we could even have a bad game, and they still don't have what it takes yeah. to beat us. Well, so I think it'll be Cowboys, Bucks, Lions at the end of this. So if it is the Rams, that's going to be interesting. So, so my prediction is this. This is my thought about it, and I talked to you guys about it a little bit before we got on. But um, obviously, I have full faith that we will terrorize Jordan Love, especially I think because Bakhtiari's out. Um, uh, and even if he wasn't, I mean, he's it's not like he's not that that great anymore, um, and he's definitely not as good as Micah Parsons or Demarcus Lawrence. So I'm I'm, I'm cool. Um, and there's nothing that I've seen that supports the fact that their receivers can do anything against our secondary or separate for anything. And there's nothing that's telling me that with those bad receivers who are playing a little bit better lately. Deron Bland's going to definitely have another one, or Gilly's going to have one. Like He's going to throw at least one interception, whether it's Jordan Lewis again or whatever the case may be. Um, and I think that we focus on that run game because I think that's what they live and die with is that run game, especially with Hank back and everything. Um, so I don't think they're going to be able to do anything offensively. It's just that's the problem for me. And – on, mm. on they don't I, really have that guy where you say he's going to get his, but you know, no. yeah. The only person that you can say against us is Aaron Jones, yeah. but I think that this, that like this, this whole season has just been from remnants from last season and flashes of it this season. That that idea that the Cowboys can't stop the run, which is ludicrous because like nobody's really destroyed us in the run game like crazy at all this year. But anyway, uh, in actual fact, they're the twenty eighth ranked defense against the run 
You learn something when you watch this podcast. And so, um, you know, don't worry about our run game. Or don't worry about your run game. Worry about our run game. Because mm-hmm. if you're telling me you can't stop the run and, and you have to deal with C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott and Brandon Cooks, I mean, did, did you see? I mean, week after week, it's like you're seeing a dot from Dak to Cooks in the end zone. You know what I'm saying? Especially last season. That was an incredible touch throw right there. Man. Oh, that, last that was game. crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, obviously I, I think we're going to handedly beat the the Packers if for some – the only reason I would think it's just Mike McCarthy is just like, oh, it's my old team or whatever. But I, I think we're going we're gonna to get – we're going to get it. Now, somebody in the media said, uh, you know, um, I, I, you know, this is me hearing this on the radio this morning. And uh, somebody in the media was like, oh, you know, you know, you're going to you're going to play your team or whatever. And he was like, that ain't my team. That ain't my team. Mm, I like that. He said uh, he also said in last night's uh, postgame, um, you know, he was like, you know, oh, I'm sure. Sure, you guys are gonna love the storyline here. He's like, uh, I kind of participated in that storyline last season in the regular season game. Yeah, we should have won, but um, he, he was like, I won't be doing that this year. Yeah, this is the I playoffs. love that. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> anyway, um, but but on that note, that kind of is the reason why I think that the Lions will win or the, sorry lose because Goff's coach is McVeigh. And McVeigh knows Goff really well, but there's nobody. He knows he doesn't want him. <laughs> there's there's nobody on really the Lions anymore that was there when what's or when uh, Stafford was there for the most part. Oh yeah, no, it's yeah. completely different coaching staffs and players like uh, pretty much all the way through. When Stafford was there, that was Megatron's team. <laughs> yeah, and and so you know McVeigh knowing and being a very smart coach in the NFL, knowing Goff really well. And uh, Stafford being who Stafford is um, and being able to dice up that secondary with those weapons that he's got, I think that McVay will be able to confuse Goff more and and cause him to not play as well because he knows him so well. Um, and so that's why, in my opinion, I feel like, get, you know, I feel like the Rams could, could actually <clears throat> pull that pull that game off. And then obviously, I, I'm I'm like ninety percent at this point sure that the Eagles um, couldn't beat the uh, Panthers in a one-on-one um, right now. Uh, or actually, they would lose. A z- they would go zero for three in a three-game tournament against the Panthers. But anyway, because <laughs> um, they're terrible. You know, so, a fun a fun exercise is to do you take take San Francisco and Dallas out of the equation and look at the um, look at the five teams involved. I cannot see any of them going to the Super Bowl. No, I can't. I can't no, see. And, and that's why I feel like the, the the Rams. If the Rams win, they play the Niners, and we play the Bucks. We're going to go to the NFC Championship game, and I have a sneaky feeling that we're going to see the Rams in the NFC Championship game. Well, that'd be wild. <laughs> just because. Just because. Wait, hold on. You think the Rams are going to beat the 49ers? I, I, I just have a feeling. Wait, hold man. on. You think the Rams are going to beat the 49ers and the Lions? Jacob, the Rams beat the 49ers yesterday. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and I, and there, there was a first round pick at quarterback for the for the 49ers. There you so, go. Uh, and, and here's the thing. I, I just think but that. The greatest quarterback that ever walked the face of the earth wasn't playing, though. Brock Purdy. I think, and in, in which I think that sets up a good route for us to go to the Super Bowl. That, but if things don't go to plan, I think we play um, the Lions in 
there's divisional round or whatever. But my winning my winners for the wild card round are the Bucks, us, and the uh, Rams. Okay, uh, that's man, who I've got. Go Rams! <laughs> so yeah, I mean, just before um, real we, quick, who do you who do you think the uh, Super Bowl representative is in the AFC? I think it's going to be the Bills. Yeah. You think the Jacob? Bills will beat the Ravens? Yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. the Ravens are kind of a little bit of Eagles midseason. Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl in the AFC? Baltimore? I think it's going to be. I, I don't mean, think I, Baltimore has the firepower. I think it's going to be Baltimore. I think that I their defense. I think the Baltimore defense right now is playing out of their minds. As crazy as, crazy as that sounds, as crazy as it sounds for me to say that the Baltimore Ravens don't have the firepower, they just don't. They don't. I mean, Zay Flowers, I like Zay Flowers. I wanted to draft him. But I I don't think he's enough. Obviously, you're out of Aaron, uh, Mark Andrews. Uh, Odell is playing okay, I guess. And then what you got Rashad. When they throw to him, they don't throw to him. Rashad Bateman and Cook. And uh, I don't even know what their new running back's name is. But apparently, he's playing okay. But to me, I think they're just running off this high. And if anybody has bad – playoff um karm or i don't know uh, <laughs> hiccups it's lamar jackson 100 percent. it's okay. the ravens and so i think that the bills are on kind of a a run and it and uh i think they're they're kind of stomping right now especially beating the dolphins um to to get in to become the two seed uh and man you just really i don't know man you can just really never count out patty man i mean See that's as what I bad that, as they are. That was yeah. going to be my unpopular decision or my unpopular prediction uh, for AFC representative in the Super Bowl. I just go back to he can turn into a oh, yeah. different person when it, when it matters like this. I mean the 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 one leg in the Super Bowl last year is what is my is kind of my example. It's like he had no business playing a football game, and he willed a win. Uh, and the great ones do that. And I think Patrick Mahomes is one. And, of the And I don't ones. think Lamar is that. No, I, I, I don't think, either. I don't. I, I think I think you mm. see a divisional round game where they actually play somebody in the AFC who's like going to the Super Bowl, and you see him absolutely collapse. In my opinion. One last thought on the AFC uh, playoffs. I want to see. Um, I want to somehow see Cleveland play Baltimore just for the the Joe yeah. Flacco thing. So, yeah, and the, the Harbaugh true. thing. I do Who's like got the Texans. Than? They're looking good. Um, but just I, again, it's a it's a. I think that's a big that's a big family of we we did it. We made the playoffs. That's, you know? that's why but I'm see, that, so when you sold say that about on the Detroit. Lions losing. But mm-hmm. that when you say that about Detroit, that's what I see. Like the that's what I see happening to the Texans, because the Texans just kind of barely squeezed exactly. in there and they're excited. The Lions, I mean, they're a good team that was yeah, playing no, good all year. I get year. what you're saying. But but I think that when you think about the the rest of the team outside of golf for the Lions, they've not been to the, they've not been to the playoffs. Sure. But McVay just won a Super Bowl not that long ago with Stafford. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's his old quarterback. So he's kind of like, yeah, I mean, I know this guy like the back of my hand. They don't know us at all. It's an uncommon opponent. We're going to go in there and take care of business. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I also kind of want to just really quick touch on before we just get up on out of here because we really didn't have too much to talk about other than celebrating the being the NFC's champ, being the two seed, talking about what's coming up. We want uh, something bigger. We want something bigger, said Dak. Um the Eagles are terrible. I mean, yeah, isn't not it any good. just hilarious how big of a collapse they had? I mean, d- we blew the Giants out 
both games, but the first game we beat them 40 to zero. And then we played them again. And it, I don't even remember what the score was. I think we had another 40 game or something, 40 bomb. Jacob like to pull that up, but, um, yeah, it was like 45 to 10 or something yeah, like that. And, uh, the 38, the, 38 38 to 10 10, yeah Uh, the the eagles thanks a lot brandon albrey yeah the eagles lost like they had like 10 points jalen didn't score Mariota scored and they basically half of their uh the only good player on their offense is actually uh, injured uh, outside of the o-line and so I mean, I've never seen such a collapse on a team and they even said in my on life. T- on TV, they were like, I don't know if we've ever seen a, a collapse you, this hard. If you have been watching the Cowboys Culture Podcast, I called it. I, I said, uh, even after we lost to the Bills and the, and the Dolphins, I literally said we were going to be the two seed. and we were well, Not the two seed, but I said we were going to win the NFC East, and it's not over because the Eagles are terrible, and they're going to lose to the car- one of the t- two of the three games. The Cardinals, the Seahawks, or the Giants, and they lost all three of them. Yeah, you couldn't have been more right. Um, and like I said, uh, uh, you know, a few weeks back, is if the Eagles somehow dropped this division with such a lead that they had earlier in the year, that would be the most. I've been watching this division for a long, long, long time. I, I can't remember someone collapsing quite like that. Now, forget this division. I can't remember. An NFC NFC defending champion with such a lead on a division to just absolutely just that that's a collapse that's a choke job, so you know where's our where's our shady McCoys when when yeah. something like that happens? Well, and the thing, I, I need to go watch that. The thing is, is you know they're gonna blame it on as of right now they're blaming it on the coaching right uh, the primarily, but yeah. he's the greatest coach I, ever. I get it. Yeah, he's he was the greatest coach when they're winning. Now all of a sudden it's he's the problem. I mean, I, to a certain extent, I definitely think um, you can say, you can make an argument for that on defensive side. Definitely, their their offensive scheme doesn't look great. However, I, I just I per, in my personal opinion, I think that it, that people hyped up too much of Howie Roseman and and oh Howie Roseman best GM in the league. Look at all these Georgia Bulldogs; they're all terrible. Yeah. All four of them are trash. I, I, I would I would talk to Kirby Smart about the conditioning out there because yeah they were they were fantastic in September and October, but yeah we've seen I mean, just I mean, seen Jalen Carter Jalen Carter was okay in in September and, and yeah. October, but I mean Jordan Davis that uh, what what that number Nolan Smith guy, Nakobe Dean who doesn't even probably not going to play in the NFL next next season. I mean, they're all terrible, and that would those were your big hitter guys. Look at the Cowboys. People always talk about how great Howie Roseman is. Tyler Smith in the same year, Ceedee Lamb, um, uh, Diggs in the same year, Micah Parsons. You know Deron what I'm saying? Bland. Deron fifth Bland round. in the fifth round. That is that is Will McClay GM talk. Freaking! Uh, now just hold on right there. Yeah, yeah he's a president. He's a president of operations. Well, <laughs> but all that's happening is what we have been talking about the the entire. You just stop right there, Daddy's the GM of this football Look, team. But but I, from what I think you're about to say is is that what I've been saying this we've all been saying this whole season is Jalen Smith is going to be out of the league in the next year or two. Hurts. In my opinion, Jalen Hurts. Squirts. Jalen Squirts is going to be. He'll, he'll be. He'll be. You know, he'll be like Carson Wentz yeah. was yesterday. He'll get to play on the last game of the year. Yeah, year. because <laughs> that dude. I mean, for you to go and play the Giants and you can't score a single point, 
and you're the you're the you're the MVP talk at the beginning of the season, and you were runner-up MVP last year, and you went to the Super Bowl, and you're ten and one at one point, and you can't put a touchdown in against the Cowboys, and you can't put a touchdown in against the Giants. Get out of here, man. That's just ridiculous. Well, it's like what we were saying. They, you know, we said that they were the Minnesota Vikings of this season. Of the last Bro, year's I Minnesota mean, Vikings. I, I, hey, Minnesota. I need to, look, I need to get a job <laughs> at a sports uh, freaking commenting but station listen. because I said that when they were like 10 and 1. Well, the, I yeah, called it. But the same thing happened with the Minnesota Vikings last year. They, everybody was talking like about how good this, they were. Though. But listen, no, the Minnesota <laughs> no, Vikings. They did, though. They did. They, and they the lost, the, they lost were, in the first they, round. But no, this no. is, this is I, I know, I know, but that I'm talking about like this, this is a little different. Oh, yeah, this no, is, this, this is. No, this, this is, is worse. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is losing to uh, like, uh, like coaches being fired teams late yeah. in the year. You know? Like yeah. there's, there's, it's almost impossible to be 10 and one at one point in the season. The, G- the then, Eagles are out here saving people's jobs. Well, no, but I'm saying they should, they should. Just like give up their spot to the Saints or something. <laughs> well, like you think about the fact that people are talking about like fire everybody, like all that after you started ten and one. So that that shows you like it ten has and one to off be, the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, it has yeah. to be an just unprecedented, like just unbelievably bad, an collapse. unlosable division. I, I don't know. <laughs> like the, like I was saying yeah. earlier, the commentators were even saying, I don't know if we've ever seen a team just. Look, night and day, di- this night and day different between one part of the season and the second. And I think all that happened was same thing happened with the with the um, Vikings. They were winning these one close one possession games versus mostly bad teams. They play a good team, they get exposed. They Jalen finally got exposed for how bad he was, and, he and it's over. He 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 can't he can't adjust. There's nothing they can do because they're limited by that. Who are we going to blame it on? Who are we going to blame it on the fact that they often scored zero points in the yeah, first you've half? Got, you've got two thousand-yard receiving receivers. You got the you've best O line in the league. One of the best running backs in the league. You've got the best O line in the league, and you can't put a touchdown in and save it. What's the problem? Everybody's saying how Jalen Hurts is playing so good, but what is the problem? Are you, is it your receiving core? Clearly not. Your O line. Everybody talks about is the best in the league. Like Ethan said, you got one of the top what five to ten running back in terms of yards this season. We got to blame it on somebody. You got the most unstoppable play in football. <laughs> yeah, let's not let's not say it's the offensive coordinator because is he bad? Yes, but your quarterback, as great as he is, should be able to improvise. And you're paying fifty million dollars, so he should be able to improvise with a star like AJ Brown and put something together. And you just can't. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's I kind of wanted to just take a couple minutes and acknowledge if there's a you know, shout all, out Eagles. Yeah, shout out Eagles and Eagles fans. If you're watching, your team is terrible, and so is your quarterback, and so is your city. Um, so is your crybaby. Yeah, so as we've been talking about it this whole season, actually for like two years now, that they were going to eventually just collapse. And it's just so satisfying yeah. that it's actually happening. And now, finally, the entire media is catching up with Cowboys culture <laughs> Look, because they're just worshiping it all year. What Jalen what said something about, uh, oh, man, he had like this, this stupidest quote after, like, people are like, What's going on, dude? Well, Jalen Hurts is not as quick as Jalen Hurts. What's going on, dude? And he said, like, uh, Oh, they said you've lost five of your last uh, six games or whatever. And he said, I think somebody said that he was like, you know, it's not, it's not how you, um, you know, it's not when you get knocked down those five times, it's how you get up to six times. 
Like, dog, no, don't. I was listening to some Eagles fan talk about it, and he was like, don't get knocked out five times. Don't do it. Like, like, dude, just say, I'm bad. Why? Like, I'm very blessed to be here because I'm not this good. Well, to be paid fifty million dollars. Just, I mean, in all reality, it should, it, it should have, it should have just said, "You're right. We'll try to get better." <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I mean, that dude is just an idiot, man. I mean, he, he needs to be gone. But anyway, um, I want him to stay. Uh, oh, yeah, please, yeah, please yeah, let Sam right. Howell be the second best quarterback dude, in the NFC. One of the best days ever was when I saw that they signed the dude to a five-year contract. Yeah. I mean, that. Yeah. They solidified their fate for the next five yeah, years. Yeah, that's true. I will say because because AJ Brown's about it there, man. He's gone. He's not going to be there anymore. He 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 he's our. You can t- see the frustration on his face. And considering he's hurt, he's done. Especially when you have to sign uh, Devonta Smith and everything. He's a goner. Jason Kelsey's gone. You just you didn't blew that year that he gave you guys la- left. Yeah, he, he yeah he. He let Suriani and them uh, trick him into thinking they had a, a one more run in them. Yeah, you know? then, then you wasted a buttload of, of draft capital on some bulldogs that are bullcrap, and 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 they're just terrible. So. That's lazy GM in my opinion. Yeah, I, I can I can stand there and be like, yeah, I'll just I'll draft the best players from the best team. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean every Eagles draft pick, it's like they either came from Alabama or Georgia or something Gosh, like that. I mean, it's like big it just, name dudes. It makes me laugh so hard and just get so mad at like mainstream media for just like I, I mean unbelievable picks from Howie Roseman. They're all terrible. They're horrible. All of them. Every single one. What a play from Howie Roseman to go get James Bradbury. That dude is terrible. And then they tell us that like. Will, Will McClay to rolling the dice with this Tulsa guy that uh, you know can't stay and please can't stop false starting and please 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 like they, they they got you last year with the Brad with the Bradbury thing Slay is terrible I mean it, all the Eagles fans are like Slay is the only thing that dude is trash man he's terrible I, I haven't seen him make an actual play this season not many plays Slay but I mean, uh, gosh I mean let up a big play Slay is just out there every week <laughs> I mean he is garbage hey, right. Bradbury. How that guy's in the NFL, I do not know. That yeah, dude no, he's is terrible. bad. He is that dude really gets bad. head topped week after week. Oh yeah. Or or he'll just fall down. And, and please stand up. And and, and and it's still kind of there, like a Jalen Ramsey thing is still there. That dude gets head topped and burnt every sink by every quality wide receiver. That dude, Jalen Ramsey. Yes, he's yeah. terrible. I mean, but back to the Eagles. He's not as bad as he's not as bad as. Oh Bradbury no, Bradbury's just absolutely garbage. But yeah, we we are we are still overselling. No, yeah, for sure. And Slay, people, people extremely oversell Slay. Three to four years, three to four years past past uh, expiration date of Ramsey. What 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 was the last person I was thinking about that that uh, is just garbage on the Eagles? As a corner? Oh, (laughs) on the Eagles? Oh, oh, uh, check their roster. What I was thinking about was, uh, crap, I think I just forgot. But anyway, yeah, they're garbage. uh, Oh, it's probably Jordan Davis. Oh yeah, Jordan Davis has been terrible. I mean, he's a big boy bust. Um, yeah, just you know, man, they lie, you guys just they lie to everybody. I AJ mean, Brown and Dallas Goddard are like, they're the best players on the football team. Um, yeah, that Dallas Goddard, you know, he's good. I mean, they don't lie. They got some good I mean, players. AJ's AJ's good, and we're never ever going to even know how good AJ Brown is. We're never yeah. going to know, you know. No. Yeah, he's incredible. It's it's a shame that he's he's. Uh, yeah, stuck well, in an organization with the quarterback. Well, yeah, we were. If we weren't going to get Trey, uh, Trayvon's brother, then uh, 
he can, come, he can come be our number two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he can come be our number two. Uh, well, hey, man, that's uh, – hey, guys, man. Hey, guys, that's all we had for today. Uh, uh, you Eagles fans are god-awful and the Eagles are terrible. And Cowboys are the NFC East champions once again. Um, and it feels great, and we're looking for bigger things. Bigger things, or whatever Dak said about the hat, or whatever. So, we will see you guys later. And before you go, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Um, like the video, comment on our Instagram, like our Instagram posts. Be looking out for more episodes that are going to be coming out after we win against Green Bay. Um, and let us know what you think about anything we said. We put out clips, reels on TikTok uh, videos. And make sure you're liking and commenting on those. Uh, but after that, peace out. See ya.